What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the Plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. All right, welcome back to another Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And it's actually 8 o'clock on Monday. It's actually 8 o'clock on Monday, not 9 o'clock. We tried to fix it, but uh, when we say try, we hung out in the uh, in the like the like the area by the studio. Like where you could fix it? Yeah, and then we just didn't. Yeah, but it's okay. We were yeah, doing other right. things. Um, we also have cameras in here now. Yeah, it's really throwing me off. There, there's like a extra screen over next to Riley that's always just been turned off, but now we got these cameras on here, and I don't know if they're recording anything. Um, my my camera has a green box around the screen. Yeah, Your my, camera has a red box. Yeah, I means mine's good. Yours, not so much, but. <laughs> keep on you moving yours i'm just looking at i know i like i'm just watching myself through the screen move around the camera but it's mm-hmm. pretty cool but anyways we got a good show for you guys playing today let me again trivial my, my notes getting trivial trivial on them today. trivial yeah um, but got the daytona 500 uh that happened yesterday that was pretty fun uh ricky stenhouse won i was i was about to say i got a notification for who won and i I thought it was AJ Allmendinger for some reason. Only his third third uh, career win, like ever. Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, good for him. And his lat, uh, his other two came in the same season in 2017. So it's been a while. What team does he race for? Um, he it's actually owned by Brad Brad Doherty, the Cavs player. But it's like, I think there's like another guy. It's I think it's called JTG Doherty or something like that. So. Uh-oh. I think I've seen them. So whoever is JTG and Brad Doherty. Okay. Whoever that is. Yeah, NBA All-Star Weekend happened. Was it a good race, though? It was a pretty good race. It was kind of boring for a little bit of it, but then there's, you know, big crashes, so yeah, that's pretty fun. I, I missed it. Tough scene for me. That's my tough scene. Yeah, but we also didn't really get into the NBA trade deadline last show, and so we're not going to get into it like fully today, but we'll we'll give you a couple winners and losers and then just a little preview of what's to come for the rest of the season before the playoffs. Because um, LeBron says it's the 23 most important games of his career in his 18th season. Who knows? But then we got Genesis Invitational John Rahm on an epic run. Another win. Third win in 60 days this year. Uh, he's, I think he's had five starts or seven starts or something like that. He's won three of them. Uh, Tiger and JT. That was pretty funny. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, Eric Bieniemy demoted himself. Cardinals hired a weirdo. Yeah. Then we're gonna get into some NFL trivia. Getting trivial. Uh, what's the show? Alex Trebek. We were just Jeopardy. talking. Jeopardy. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Maybe Family Feud style. Uh, I'm not really. We surveyed a hundred random sports fans. What is the number one? Yeah, that probably wouldn't work either. Yeah. And then tough scene of the week. And if we have time, we're going to do a wheel for our next franchise. Yeah. 
I don't know what my tough scene of the week is going to be right now. I have a lot in my head, but... I think mine's just going to be, like, the state of Ohio. Just, just in like, general? Like, the train. Yeah. Train yeah. blew up, and then today a, uh, a metal factory blew up. <laughs> so, like, if the aliens... It's not funny, it's just... If the aliens and the UFOs could just leave Ohio alone and go to a different state and mess them up... Ohio, against, cool. Ohio against the, the universe. Against Yeah, literally the universe. Yeah. Again, we need the Avengers. Yeah. We have one of the Avengers on our team, Miles Garrett. He's like, uh, don't, oh my, I can't believe that. Captain guy. America. I can't believe that. Just he looks like he's, an Avenger. Well, he doesn't he's play like, like one. Thor because he, you know, he swings his helmet around. See, it's Thor. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, NBA All Star Weekend. Um, you know, same old, same old. Dunk contest kind of back though. Yeah. Uh, did that make you feel old at all? Seeing Mac McClung win it, and he's like, even though we're kind of like the same age as Mac McClung, he's like a little bit older than us. I did feel like I was like, wow! I remember watching him. I in was high like, high school. I kind of felt like like a like a like an old dad be like, look at my my son's all grown up. Look at yeah. him now. Yeah. From high school to the NBA dunk contest. Yeah. He because all of us did watch him in high school. Yeah, he had the like the One Tree Hill jerseys in high school. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Like he had, he had those. He, he was just so fam- such a good high school player, and he was so famous. I remember watching him like freshman year, his freshman year at Georgetown, and he did all right. And then he went to Texas Tech, and he just wasn't as good as he was in in high school. Like he wasn't yeah. doing the dunks. Like in high school, I'm gonna say college basketball held him back. In high school, he was. Just I think he broke broke Allen Iverson's single season scoring record in, in and then, Virginia. Yeah, and then he broke what was it, JJ Reddick's like three point or just like oh, amount I didn't of, know that. just amount of wins record. Something like that. They said that as well during a dunk contest, but yeah, he was just basically the best high school basketball player in Virginia. In, like of Virginia of all time. And if you were to look at him, he does not like he does no, not he's have like the, uh, kind of balding. Is he? Like well, his hair just is like real thin, you know. Yeah. And he kind of does like the where he just like kind of swoops across the forehead. A typical hide the yeah yeah, yeah hide the balding yeah, parts yeah, here. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Carry well, actually, on. when we talk about the Daytona 500, Joey Logano got like hair transplant. And like looks, for sure. It looks pretty funny. Like bad. Uh, my mom thinks it looks good. I think it looks like like too clearly fake. Yeah. It just looks bad, but we'll leave it up to debate. I'll show Slogano. you. Yeah, when we get Bald into gunner. it, I'll, I'll show you a picture of it and see what you think. But yeah, the NBA dunk contest was Mac McClung versus three guys who I couldn't even tell you. Yeah, me neither. One of their names, mm-hmm. first or last. And Mac McClung's also in the G League. He is also in the G League. And he, he so you win 100 grand, apparently, if you win the dunk contest. Yeah. And that's more than he's made in his entire like professional basketball career. Yeah. So he shout did, out Mac McClung. He did turn down like a million dollar contract in Turkey. Just which so he could play in the G League. Which people are like, oh my goodness, he turned down you know money to go to Turkey to uh, play to ch- pursue his NBA dream. Well, it's like also like, who who you'd have to pay me more than a million dollars to move to Turkey. Yeah, like there is just like so many bad things that go on in Turkey like all the time. I feel like I turn on CNN or Fox News, and if you watched it from eight a.m. to eight p.m. at some point. They'd be like, uh, someone in a bus ran into a crowd of people in Turkey. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, it's not that bad, but it's not like 
I mean, there is some cr- crazy stuff that happens. Bottom ten countries that you'd want to go to. To play basketball in? Just to live. But it's called Turkey, though. That's pretty funny. True. What if they? What if they just are like, we actually we just don't eat turkey because we hear so much we hate it. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, you guys got turkey there? Like the food? I wonder why it's called turkey and why the animal is called turkey. Are they from Turkey? Um, I don't know. I have a feeling that uh, do they have turkeys in Turkey? Turkey country, Turkey. Turkey country, Turkey animal name. Country, well, they're like they're Turks. Like that's what you would call somebody from Turkey. But the why name don't of the country Turkey is derived via Old French Turkey, Turkey, from the medieval Latin Turkia, Turkia. I don't know how to say that. It is first recorded in the Middle English Turk. Okay, whatever. Is is a long time ago. It was. Some along the lines of turkey, and then they were just like, let's just make it easier to say and spell it like the food turkey. Okay. But, I don't uh, know, man. Uh, turkey is, they have a cool flag. They do have a cool flag. They have a, like an impossible language, though. Like, the, have you seen Turkish? Um, no. It looks like, uh, like if English wanted to be Russian, almost. like it just like has, it's like, it has English characters. But um, and then but, like it, it just doesn't look right. You just took like some English characters and like threw them in a blunder. Yeah, yeah, and then you added like umlauts, which are like the dots above vowels. They have a lot of umlauts. I'm kind of disappointed that English doesn't have any of those. Yeah, like accent marks and stuff. Yeah, like every other country's letters are just English with like cool marks around. Yeah, them. why don't like, we don't have any cool? Like I like the Spanish, the tilde above the n. Yeah, that's pretty like cool. El Nino. I think every vowel just draw a line over it. Maybe just a little slash or through it, like uh, like the Scandinavian language. Yeah, if it's or no, just the letter O. Yeah, just O. That'd be pretty cool. But what about the A and the E combined? What do you think of that? No, because I can't. That that's too hard to write fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you, like be, you, if you I didn't were, even think about that. Like you have to take time. You have to take time to write that if you yeah. want it to be like readable at all. Yeah. So. No, pass on that one. I will say, I guess English is pretty efficient in that way, like for writing. Like we did, yeah. I mean, they sure or... sure dumbed it down for us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, English, English pe- yeah. persons who wrote it. Yeah. Shout who out. knows? Dude, imagine making a language. Dude, I feel like we could. I know. I don't think I... language. <sighs> Bruh. Yeah, we that, just that's like four different meanings right there. No, yeah, we just have a couple words that mean. So many different things, and it's just the way you say it. Yeah. Bruh. Bro. Yeah. Bruh. Bro. Like, that's obviously, you're mad at someone, then it's like, bruh. Actually, I don't know. That's That might be a bad bad example there with bruh. Well, it, it's, it's bro. What's up, bro? And then there's yeah. bro. Yeah, there's that. And, and then, then yeah, so that's our language. Yeah, if you yeah, want to talk yeah. to us. <laughs> it's um, brolish. Don't come up to me speaking English, so I won't respond. Yeah. <laughs> Only our language. Um, but, uh, yeah, so back to NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> they did a bunch of, I think, did they introduce some new events this year? Because there were some that I don't remember. I don't know. All I know is that Kevin Herter scored eight points in the three-point contest. And, that, like, how? 
Yeah, which also funny fun fact I learned from part of my take today. Do you know who's the worst? Oh yeah, I I, I listened to it as well. The worst performance ever in the NBA three point contest, even with the money ball. With the money ball, this is once the money ball has been introduced. Was Michael Jordan with five? That's five. Tough scene. That's tough. Dude, just luck. he couldn't even like. You you can count it on one hand. Like you can count it on one hand. How many points he scored in the three point contest? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's the goat. Okay. Yeah. Five points in the three-point contest. I mean, that's still more than LeBron in the three-point contest. That is true. Maybe LeBron LeBron just is like, I just... He's seen three rims in the three-point contest. I don't want to take away from, you know, everybody else. I want to let everybody else have their time to shine. So that's why LeBron doesn't do it. So that. are you back on LeBron now that he's the all-time uh, points leader? Because that's what, it was, that's what it looks like. No, I think I think since he's the points leader thing happened, he's like... Just kind of pop back into my brain for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> you're not thinking of. You're not thinking of. Yeah, like LeBron, you're like of like Cass, the LeBron right? like like my love for LeBron and defending him as the goat has <laughs> is always in the back of my mind. <laughs> it's just with the the points record, it's brought it back to the front of my mind. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so it's well, like I wish we can. I wish we can replay to like two. Years like their ago. toilet was clogged on like the first floor hotel room, so they got moved to the penthouse. Okay, up, up in the front of my brain. Yeah, that's how. It, <laughs> That's a great analogy. Yeah. Um, and the clogged toilet happened to be breaking the NBA all-time points record. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of points clogging up that toilet. It um, is. 38,000 of them. Yeah. I wish we could bring up from like two years ago when you were just done with LeBron. Oh, yeah. When you lost in like the play-in game or something like that. And you're like, I am done with LeBron. Laker Egan was not liking that. Well, I, I will s- – Le GM is the worst GM in basketball. Yeah, Le, Le GM uh, I'll is say terrible. that, but Le, Le Player Le- – <laughs> Well, just him playing the game is he's super good. Do you, I like my favorite Le, LeBron is probably Le Three Hoops, Le Three with Le Three Rims. That that because I remember watching that live and then him saying it, and I was just like that. That is literally the most LeBron <coughs> LeBron thing. I also like the artist when he drew. No, it's got to be the Le Cap. Like yeah, Le, Ca- Le Cap reading. is good. Yeah, Le Cap is good. He knew that Kobe was gonna drop eighty one. Yeah, like what? What did he say? There was one player that he's like he saw in high school, and he's just like I knew that like that player. It's probably like oh uh, he's like oh he's like I saw OG Anobi in high school, and I just I knew I saw him when I saw him then. I knew he was gonna you know yeah do what he's doing now. Sure, the cap. I I like I like the cap. I like the artist when he drew Bart and he said that I, he made his head too big, and uh, <laughs> or he's just I like the like, hashtag. I just like to doodle. Yeah, yeah, I like the hashtag too. I like what was yeah. what was the stupid hashtag that he had? It was like, uh, I, <laughs> it's like I, I, it was something about athletes. It was like, uh, respect my opinion, athlete. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up at PS PSAs here because we gotta go to him soon. But the uh, hashtag we should do a Mount Rushmore of LeBron aliases. Oh, I think. We, I mean, we could, but we haven't even seen the best of them yet. That is true. Look, Le, LeCap, let 23 games are the most important 23 games of my career. Yeah, that that's good. LaFraud, LaBubble. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, um, all over social media, if you see any post about LeBron James by ESPN or anybody else, go to the comments section. <laughs> and uh, everyone lo- – and. People get so creative. It's just La, like L-E, his name, obviously, and then whatever you want to put. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And it's always funny. 
It is. Most, yeah. Well, sometimes they're kind of annoying because they're like Spanish, like uh, not a real championship in my opinion. LaFraud. Yeah, LaFraud. Yeah, LaFraud is – that one's old. Yeah. But, we, need, uh, we need some more loves. But, yeah, just go check out the comments of any Instagram post made about LeBron James. podcast. They're pretty good. But uh, – LeCap is, is the best. Yeah, LeCap is the best yeah. one. There's so many, like, examples <laughs> of that too. Uh, uh, we're right. going to go to PSAs. When we come back, we'll pick back up with the All-Star break the and talk a little game. bit about some trade deadline news. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's mm-hmm. in the Suns now. Yeah. Um, Are they making a finals run? CP no rings. CP no rings. Might be CP one ring. Doubtful. Doubtful, but Doubtful. we'll get into Le it. Cap. That was LeCap for me. LeCap. Yeah. But we'll get into it when we get back. All right. Let's get like All right. We're back. More tough scenes here on the WEGL 91.1 FM. FM. Um, Across the radio waves. Yeah. Across them, them. We looked up what FM meant. And we didn't really understand it. Yeah. So or nor remember what it what it said. Yeah. But uh yeah, so first event of the All Star weekend was the Kia Skills Challenge, which was uh so Whoa, team Yankee with no brim. <laughs> but uh it was um teams of three. There was three teams. Team Jazz, which was Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, hey. a Auburn alum, and Colin Sexton. Hey. And it was Team Alabama alum. Boo. Boo. Uh, also, former Cav. Boo. Boo. He was also, uh, Team Rooks, which was Javari Smith, Paulo Becker, hey. and Jaden Ivey. And then the last one was Team Antetokounmpo. I still can't pronounce Giannis' last name. Which was, uh, I'm sure you can think of who was. Which also, Giannis didn't even compete. Hmm. Because he has a hurt hand, I guess. Fair enough. And so it was his two brothers and Drew Holiday. Doesn't sound like Team Antetokounmpo to me. Sounds like Team Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday. But Fair enough. Team, so the team first Greek Holiday. So there's three rounds. I think this is new, new format. Three rounds. First one was the relay. Team's Rook, team Rooks won that. Uh, second round, um, I don't know. But really what I want to talk about is the third round where they just they had like a bunch of spots on the floor and each spot obviously if you made the basket from there meant different points and the rookies made like Mike was like Michael Jordan they scored like 5 points. So and they basically then, play like around the world. Yeah, and it was three of them. Just, that should be a skill. They should also play gotcha. It was three of them just taking shots and they couldn't hit any of them. Rough. But uh Team Jazz won in Utah. No uh wasn't rigged at all. Yeah, nope, not rigged. Not rigged. Can we, like, what a terrible all-star game location. I know. Like Shaq said that he had never uh, spent that much on room sur- service ever because he didn't just didn't leave his room because he didn't think there was anything to do in Utah. There's nothing that he wanted to go do. Dude, I, I mean, San Antonio, like, I mean, isn't. Isn't like a, also, or like the, a very tourist. I guess it is, but it's not like a fun city. But, like, it has to be better than Salt Lake City. Well, it's also just, like, I've never heard of the Jazz as being diehard fans. Uh, I I wouldn't say that. Like, they pack, I mean. Like, you hear you, about. You hear the controversial diehard Jazz fans. What, the Mormon? All I know about no, Jazz like fans the, 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 are their. The ones that say uh, they, they, like, they're kind of racist. If oh, not. the racist ones? Yeah. Well, I don't even know if they're kind of racist. They just might straight up be racist. 
Um, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of them are Mormon and white. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like you hear about Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs fans being really rowdy fans. You hear about the Eagles. The Eagles, uh, the Warriors fans are always crazy. So are who are some? I mean, the Knicks fans, Celtics yeah, fans, yeah. they're diehard fans. We never hear about the uh, the Jazz, but you know, good for Utah. Didn't know their their pockets were that deep to be able to uh, have the All Star game to win. You know, win the bidding war to get the yeah, All Star wh- game. What What do you think would be a better city, Sacramento All Star game or Salt Lake City All Star game? Um. I guess in Sacramento you could do like like when you're coming back from commercial you can do B-roll shots of the beach in the ocean. Well, it's not it's not near the ocean though. It's like a Yeah, but n- not not a lot of people know that. <laughs> they just know they just know it's in California. Yeah. You, you could just be like it's in California, so they I mean, how f- how far is Sacramento from Lake Tahoe? Like I think for a lot of people it's just like you th- and you could say anywhere in California and like they're like, "Yeah, it's close to the beach because it's just one side of the state." It's just all it's, beach. Yeah, it's just if if any part of your state is touched by like the ocean, a lot of people will be like eh, beach. What about a Phoenix All Star game? I'm trying to think of the worst city to have an All Star game in, and the Salt Lake City might take the cake. Uh, Detroit. Yeah, but it's Detroit though. Like Detroit, just like, their stuff everyone gets robbed as they leave the yeah. arena. <laughs> Cleveland would be a pretty bad location. I think we had one. Yeah, last we? year. Yeah, last year. Yeah, because uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Jared Allen was in it. Oh yeah, he was in it. I do remember that. Um, but uh, yeah. So the ski- Kia Skills Challenge sucked. Yeah. But uh, then there was a three point challenge where uh, Damian Lillard destroyed everybody. Yeah. Actually, I don't think he destroyed everybody, but he looks like he was going to win it from the first round. Oh, speaking of Damian Lillard, did you see Ladap up? I did not. Uh, where LeBron just dapped up everybody from like the other team, and he just aggressively dapped up Damian Lillard. Like it I was, like it. it was according to Twitter, it was a brolic dap up. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll try and find the video. Real uh, quick. Dame Lillard, just like LeBron, brought to the front of my mind because I saw him watch the three point contest, which just brought up my opinion on that. Like, w- leave, please leave. It make it kind of makes me upset when like players like Mike Trout. Or Damian Lillard, for example, just stay on the Joe Thomas on the Browns. They just stay on the team that drafted them for their entire career because they say they're loyal. But it's like, dude, the their team that drafted you isn't loyal to you because they won't get you any good players, so you can you know be a good team. And <laughs> they're always like, well, they they drafted me. Well, just, like if just... you. We're good enough. Other people would also draft. I you. just watched Ladap up, and it is just, just, just look at this. Here, let me see. Get my glasses. He on. called. He called Jaw Slime. <laughs> look at that. Brolic, I like it. The brolic dap up. I like it. He it's was like just. He was just. Yeah, he was intimidating him before the game. I like it. I think he was just upset that he didn't go to the Lakers. I think he was just taking out some aggression. Dude, he should because Dame Lillard. Nah, stay with the dude. I I like it. I like. I appreciate the loyalty. No, what have the Trailblazers done for him? Um, I mean they made the playoffs a few times. Yeah, it was like the eight seed, and they played the one seed. Remember that buzzer beater? I do remember that buzzer beater. But you know, it would be cooler if that buzzer beater happened in the finals. 
Well, yeah, that would, for, I mean, that would be ideal, but there's only one champion. Here would be the perfect, I think, Dame Lillard to the Heat. Jimmy if, Butler. If, if, Kyrie didn't get, if Kyrie didn't go to the Mavericks, what do you think of the Dame Luka? No, I, th- I think the Mavericks There's only need, one ball. No, I, I just think that the Mavericks don't need any more backcourt help because Luka can do all the, all the backcourt stuff. But you need to get like a – I think they need a really good stretch four. Or like the Mavericks? A, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie like the, does help. If you could if you could pick one superstar to go to the Mavericks and that like to try to make a run, I think I would pick Joel Embiid. Oh. I think Joel Embiid Jokic. would be Yeah, probably Jokic. <laughs> Jokic. Jokic Dude. or Embiid with Luka would probably be y- the best option. Jokic is about to three-peat the MVP. How does that make you feel? Um uh, pretty ridiculous because uh I mean, it's nowhere close to what LeBron did in Cleveland or Miami. But he's going to get three in a row. But they said LeBron wasn't allowed to win three in a row. Yeah, and he's a second-round pick. Yeah, and LeBron it's just because he, he's white. Racist. I'm calling uh, – that's my excuse. The racist. The NBA's racist. Egg racist. Yeah. Egg racist. But uh, I don't know. I Good for him. I think he is – I think Luca probably is more deserving this this specific well, year, but the past two years, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, Jokic stats wise is the best right now, but like yeah. Luca, Luca is I'd say the best player right now. Honestly, they should probably give it to Donovan Mitchell this year. Yeah, to be did, honest, did did Luca or Jokic score 71 points in the game? 99 total. I don't think so. Mm. No, but uh, yeah. So Dame Lillard won the three point contest dunk dunk contest. Kind of covered it earlier. Mac McClung, kind of, it's back. Yeah. He people did, like, the almost are, 720 dunk. Yeah, people are going to, like, want to watch the dunk contest next year. Especially if he's in it. Especially if he's in it, which he said he would come back. And then Zion Williamson also did say that he is, you know, good chance he might do, might do it. Who do you th- – Which I just – Zion versus Mac McClung in a dunk contest would be kind of – because Zion's just like a freak of nature. Yeah, and but people like, – Mac McClung is – People like to say that uh, – like Mac McClung looks really cool because he's 6'2", whereas like if a 6'8 guy did it, it wouldn't look as impressive. But Zion is just such a big person and so muscular, and he dunks with so much force that I think it would actually – he'd be the one outlier where it's the opposite. Or him being that large, doing that athletic of a move, makes it seem more impressive than... Yeah, like if Zion uh, did a free throw line dunk. Yeah, I think that would look more impressive than Mac McClung. Doing a free throw line dunk? But Mac McClung also did all of them on the first try. Which <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. So it's like, he just walked out and he did it. Who wins, Mac McClung, Zion Williamson, or Blake Griffin jumping over a car? I think Mac McClung, with his, like, kind of, uh, the one where he jumped over two people off the backboard, Dunk, that one would have won. Because Dunk Contest is so cool. Yeah. One thing I do kind of uh, need players to start, like, learning, though, is, like, we've seen all the Dunks. Now, like, like, they feel like every Dunk they do has to be a new one. Like, you can hit some of the classics. You like the Vince Carter, like, forearm in the hoop? Yeah, Vince Carter forearm in the hoop. It's just you have to perform it really well, possibly better than the first person who did it. But, like, one guy this week, he was on the Knicks, 
he got a little too creative with it, and he thought he tried to do something new, and it just backfired horribly. He uh, did it where he did, but did the forearm in the rim like Vince Carter, but he had a piece of paper clipped to the net, and on the inside of the paper said fifty. So like he was gonna like he like jumped in, put the forearm in the net, and then grabbed the paper, and then like showed fifty. Mm-hmm. But the paper had like a sticker on it holding it together, so he like couldn't get it open, so he kind of had to rip it. And it, uh, like half the fifty ripped, uh, and it just turned out real bad. And it was like five, yeah. But it was it's almost like like the sh- that wasn't good enough showmanship to make up for a mediocre dunk. Yeah, like, it could have been though. Yeah, like you just try to do a little too much there, whereas you know just maybe hit hit the classics, hit some of the ones that have been done before, but maybe not a three sixty four. I'm in the ring in the hoop. True, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have to... Between you can, the legs. You can hit dunks that have already been done. You just have to do them real well. Yeah. Um, jump over uh, five people. Put on a Superman cape. Yeah. Uh, blow out a cupcake candle. That one was really cool, honestly. Though, the dunk contest was really good, then it, like, extremely faded away. But now it's back. Yeah, the, the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon. Was that, yeah. Was that who it was? I think so, and then Aaron Gordon got just completely snubbed. Yeah. I mean, it was just an insane dunk contest. And everyone, and then after that, when Aaron Gordon was like, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore because you guys snubbed me. And then everyone was like, all right, well, guess we're not we're not watching either. LeCap, uh, another way to bring him up, um, when he played for the Heat, he did say he would do the dunk contest, and he is, he is no longer. Yeah. Or he's never participated in any All-Star game. I right? also am... I'm a fan of the NBA basketball sort of culture where, like, the players are just on the court and they just mob the player whenever they do the dunk. Or just after they finish the three-point contest, if they do well, everyone kind of runs up and hypes him up. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we got to go to PSAs. When we come back, do you want to talk about how the All-Star game sucks and what you would do to change it? Um, yeah, and also how all the players post-game said it sucked, but then still did, you know, like, the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, does it suck, or are you, like, going to change it, or are you just going to say it sucks? talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But PSAs. All right, we'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. More another tough episode. Scenes. Actually, another segment of Tough Scenes, WEGL 91.1 FM. I almost just burped into the mic. But uh, back to NBA All Star Weekend. Team Giannis beat Team LeBron, one eighty four to one seventy five. Which I guess that's a little bit more defense than um, did the over last year because I think last year it was just like two hundred to two ten or something like that. But uh, so I still get. Con- I, I know they've been doing this format for like a year or two now, maybe three East years. East West, man, come on, East West. Yeah, I. Um, and I know they've been doing, like, the, like, how do they do it? Like a draft. They just play a quarter, and, like, but they do, how do they, they someone wins the quarter. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. what does that mean? I don't know. But. They're NASCARing it. They're just making up yeah, rules but, that make no yeah, sense. Yeah, so the beginning of each quarter is back to 0-0, zero, zero, and then after three quarters, I believe, they add them up, and the team with the highest amount of points, they add 24 to it, the Kobe Kobe number, and then, you know, that total, they race to that total, and whoever hits it first is the winner, which I guess is kind of cool. Like, there's just, like, 
I think it was 182 was the number they had to hit last night, and then both teams are just racing to get it, which I don't know if that's the way I would do it or rather just be like normal and have like a time clock and just whoever is ahead at the end of the clock is winner. But, yeah, I mean, it sucks, though. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, what they could possibly do is uh, do what, like the MLB used to do in the All-Star game and have uh, whoever wins it, their, their uh, conference gets a home field advantage in the finals. See, I think that would be a good idea. I think that'd be a good idea, but then whenever they tried to present that rule to, you know, like the NBA, whatever team is best at the time would be like, absolutely not. Oh, yeah. Whatever team, like if you're, you know, an all-star player from the Pistons, you'd be like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's why it didn't really like, I don't think they, I'm almost 100% sure they got rid of that in MLB. It's just, I mean, I have, I think it's just the way it's going to be because, I just have absolutely no idea how you could, or could convince be the first to a certain number of points. Yeah, I just don't know how you could convince players to try hard because, like, yeah, they don't want to get injured. Obviously, not playing because imagine getting injured in the All Star game, and you know you're Donovan Mitchell, not Donovan Mitchell, but. Who's the number one? You're Jokic. Yeah. And you could make you could go win a championship. You get injured in the All Star game. That's obviously you and it's so easily avoidable by just not playing hard that it's kind of like I just have no idea how you could convince him to play hard. Yeah. I I mean it could be like first to a certain amount of points in a quarter and then whoever wins the most quarters wins the game. Yeah, I was thinking um you could you can't, like, really give them money because they already make a lot of money. Yeah. And you'd have to give them just an outrageous amount for it to be worth it. I was thinking maybe picks, but then that would put, like, that wouldn't make sense either. Maybe the All-Star game should always just be, like, rising. Like, there should just be no All-Star game, and it's just the Rising Stars game. Like, they should have All-Stars, like, who makes the All-Star team. But, like, yeah, just the Rising Stars game. Yeah, because I saw the... <laughs> or... Or do it by conference, whichever conference wins, uh, they get, like, a little bit more cap space. I like that. That's a good idea. They get a just – yeah, they get they get five million more. Yeah, just a, a tad bit more cap space. Or the winning – everybody's winning. Yeah, or just the winning conference gets, like, at the end of the second round, everybody in the East. Say the East wins, everybody in the East gets one more second-round pick. You just got to pick another player. Yeah, that could work. Or for or the next a, d- season, a day of rest in the playoffs. Or yeah, like the schedule wise, the yeah. East is get the fav- favorable schedule. Yeah. Or say the East wins, and then the East gets to have an extra roster spot. They get to carry sixteen players for the next season. <laughs> I I, I kind of like that too. Like this, it's perfect. Yeah, but then cap kind of becomes a. I mean, they get to basically get somebody on the minimum. Yeah, like you just the cap your cap goes up, you know the veteran minimum like mm-hmm. two million, and you can sign one more guy. So yeah. you you can just always carry like Udonis Haslam if you want. Yeah, exactly. You, you can just got to make a sure locker room guy. Yeah, you just you can. <laughs> yeah, it's basically what, if you win the All Star game, you get a locker room guy. Yeah, I like that. No, I, I that's a that's good how idea. you fix the All Star. But it's silver. also um, so many people 
Last night were extremely hypocritical. Like uh, Mike Malone, coach of the Nuggets, he was the coach of the Team Giannis team, I believe. And he was like, that's not – you you know, so we all say it's not basketball, blah, 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 blah. Jalen Brown said it's just a glorified layup line. Jokic said the same thing. But uh, they all actively participated in, you know, it being bad. So it's like – Also, another thing the All-Star game needs is uh, they should wear, like – the jerseys from their own team. Yeah, that'd be so much. Like cooler. they get to pick which jersey they. they because want. the team Giannis and the team LeBron jerseys are ex- horrible. All star jerseys always are horrible. Like they're just no. I like the uh be- the ones back in the day were cool. Like the San Antonio Teal one comes to mind. Oh yeah, that one was amazing. And like I think that was ninety two. Uh, Who knows? Like ninety nine. Yeah, team Giannis one eighty four. Team LeBron. Uh, I think this is Team LeBron's first loss since it started becoming Team LeBron versus Team. Which also, I don't think Giannis was the best person in the East this year for to be the team captain. Who do you think it? Who 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 should have it been? I think it should have been uh, Joel Embiid. Team. Joel I think it should just be Team East, Team West. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that, but, that would make that clear some things up. Also, they try to. Uh, pick it to where there was no player like picked last, but there was still two players picked last. Yeah, Jaron Jackson and uh, Lori Markkinen. Which poor Lori Markkinen, you know, yeah. at you know it's at your home in Utah and you get picked last. It's a tough scene. It's a tough scene. That, that is a tough scene of the week. But he did play really well in the All Star game. I will say that. Yeah, Jason Tatum won the MVP. Yeah, he broke the record for single for the most points in an All Star game. Which do you th- do you th- he didn't know about that. He wasn't going for that at all. Probably, he just happened to score you know one more point than the record. And, <laughs> what and what then, was the record? And then How when, many did he score? I think like fifty two. And then when he hit the final shot, he like pointed up to his, at the screen to the record as if. But he didn't know about it. He yeah. wasn't going for no, it. No clue. No way. And also like he 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 definitely thought that the other team was going to play defense. Yeah, like he was just he was just you know playing normal basketball, trying yeah. hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So try hard, Jason Tatum won the MVP. <laughs> um, and then I never would have thought we spent forty five minutes on the NBA All Star game. Yeah, I guess we can move on to <laughs> the Suns are gonna win the championship. Yeah, CP no rings got help. Yeah. And, so uh, Kevin Durant, got Kyrie and Luca in Dallas now. Let's look at the standings, actually. Um, the Lakers got somebody, right? They got a bunch of different people. They, yeah, got, they got some pieces. They got D'Angelo Russell. They yeah, got uh, Back. the founder founder of Vanderbilt University, um, Jared Vanderbilt. Yep. Um, so right now, Eastern Conference, Which Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs, Nets. I think that the Nets – Will not keep the five five seed. Nope. Do you think they make the plan still though? So the plan is top ten teams. Yeah. And I think they will still make the plan because right now they are about six games or eight games above eleven. So I think they have a good enough buffer to stay in, but I don't think they're going to stay at five. I think the top four will stay the same. Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs, depending on how long Giannis stays out. 
comes back fairly quickly. I think that stays. I think that stays the same. I think the Heat Heat are said to sign uh, Kevin Love now that he's down and buy out with the Cavs. Which and, how do you uh, feel about that as a Cavs fan? Are you sad? Um, shout out Kevin. But it was like it's one of those like uh, he was time to go. Smile because it happened, or yeah. don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Yeah, but it was time, so it was just kind of ready for it. I think the Heat. We'll uh, do better and make a run. I, ca- I kind of have them moving up to, like, the five-seed spot. They're always, Nets. like, feisty in the postseason, Yeah, too. and I think if they get Kevin Love, it'll give them two to three three-pointers a game. Veteran so, leadership. Yeah, veteran leadership. I think the Knicks, they're pretty solid. I think yeah. the Knicks stay right there at six. Then for the playing games, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think it's going to be the Nets in there. I think it's going to be the Wizards in there. Hawks. Hawks, Hawks are too good of a team to not make the playing game. Yeah, they just, they're just kind of uh mid. Not, I think the front office doesn't really like Trey Young that much because he doesn't. He's kind of ball hog ish, and it's a little like, and he obviously can't play any defense. And That's what they got Dejounte for, though. Yeah, but they were like they'd rather Trey be a little bit more of a pass first point guard. Yep, I mean he does get a lot of assists. I think they want him to be more of a point guard instead of a scorer. And uh, Trey Young wants to be, you know, it's he wants the, him to be obviously number one guy, face the team, and he wants to be the scorer. So the Hawks are kind of you know, in a predicament. In a predicament with Trey Young. But I think they'll but stay DeJounte up there. could be a point, like the pure point guard that they need. He could. And he plays defense. Yeah, so I think Trey Young, look, I think this offseason, look for Trey Young. Maybe blockbuster trade. I have we'll have to look if he's a free agent or not. But uh all the teams down here at the bottom, Bulls, Pacers, Magic, Hornets, Pistons. Uh I don't really think any of them are gonna make a run. I think the most likely out of all those are the Pacers. But I think the Eastern Conference stays pretty similar to what it is now, besides the Nets and the Heat kind of moving. The West though is like wide open. West completely wide open. I think this is gonna get interesting. Look at the poor Jazz. Remember when they started off the season so hot? Yeah. Yeah, so the Lakers are 27 and 32, and they have 24, 23 games left. 23 games, I believe. Yeah. Most important 23 games of LeBron. They have to win all of them, I think. Do you know? They either have to win all of them, or they can only lose like one or two. But I'm pretty sure they have to win all of them. To get a guaranteed spot? No, just to get in the plan. No way. Actually, no. I think, yeah, to get a guaranteed spot. Because, I mean, they're 27 and 32. The Kings at three are 32 and 25. There's only a five-game difference. Yeah, they've got to, I think, yeah, maybe they don't have to win all of them. But they have to do extremely well in these last 23 games. Because right now they're in 13th and they need to make it to 10th. Which, like really said, not far away, but it's, you know. The Warriors are at nine and they're the returning champs. I think that the Nuggets stay one. You know, Jokic third MVP, even though LeBron should have three in a row if that's the case. Grizzlies, I do not think they stay at two. Oh, we gotta go to PSAs. We do. Let's go to PSAs real quick. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back with this. this. My bad, people. Yo, we're back. Tough scenes. WEGL. Ninety-one point one FM. FM. All right, back to the Western Whoa, Conference. Yankee with no grip. 
<laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to find some 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 funny stuff here. <laughs> Hello there. Do that last one again. <laughs> We're back. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Costa. Oh, you got this one on there? <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Everyone at home's like, what is going on? Yeah, we're just playing uh, the like soundboard. Yeah, that one sucks. Turn that one off. Yeah, that's the best one for sure. But, uh, yeah, so Nuggets are in first place. They're definitely going to stay in first place. Grizzlies, when, when you say definitely. Definitely not going to stay in second place. Yeah. Kings third. Definitely uh, not going to stay in third place. Yeah. Cause right I'm going to give like, them five, though. The Kings and the Suns right now both have 32 wins. Oh. The Suns just have three more losses, but I think obviously with the addition of Kevin Durant, he's pretty good at basketball. Speaking of Kevin, the Kings at three with the other Kevin that can shoot, Kevin Herter, who um, didn't shoot, who did not shoot well. I think that's a sign. Point contest? I think that's a telltale sign of maybe they're frauds. Maybe they're frauds. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Devontae Bonus also picked close to last in the All Star draft, so. Not not very good week for the Kings. Um, Sacramento, Beach Town. Yeah, the Clippers added Russell Westbrook today. We knew that. Mavericks got Kyrie. And they're all kind of in the same spot. They all have 31 or 32 wins. I think that at the end of the season, it's going to be Nuggets 1. Then I'm going to go with the... <sighs> mm. My bad, guys. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to go Nuggets... And then Suns, then Grizzlies, Kings, Clippers, Mavericks, as the final standings of the of the West for the top six. I'm gonna go Nuggets, Grizzlies, Suns, Clippers, Mavericks. Oh wait, no, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Suns, uh, Clippers, Kings, Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. And then for the plan, I think that the Warriors will. They're gonna, they'll figure it out. Yeah, 100%. So they'll they'll make it in. And then the Timberwolves, no, they're bad. I don't know how they have 31 wins, to be honest with you. There's no way that the Lakers don't make the play-in. I think there is There's a very no possible way. way. LeBron goes two years in a row without making the playoffs I think when he's about to retire. I think it's very possible. And honestly, you know what? I'm not going to pick him to make it in. I'm going to pick... Two teams, you know, he might make the play-in, but I th- my two teams I'm gonna I pick to make it out of the play-in are the Warriors and Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah. Um, who do you think's gonna win the whole thing? <laughs> that's right now, as of February twenty third, twentieth. As of February twentieth. As of February twentieth, who's winning the NBA, NBA championship? Mm, Celtics. It's not a bad pick. But I don't know. I'm gonna go um I'm gonna go Nuggets just because I kinda want it to happen. I want Jokic to get a ring. Yeah, that would be I mean But it's not, so I'm gonna pick the Celtics as well. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that's pretty much Celtics running it back. I think that's pretty much NBA. Uh Mikael Bridges is on the Nets now. Yeah. And which um apparently he's worth a lot of picks. Is he really? That's what Twitter was saying. He could. He's a pretty good player. Yeah. Solid player. 
Uh, also, Kyrie is still enjoying his time in Dallas. Uh, as of right for, now. As of right now. Uh, good for Dallas, so Yeah. They've made it, like, I think two weeks, three weeks? Something like that. But um, uh, that's all I've got for NBA. Yeah. Johnny, um, we can uh, move into some other things now. College basketball, Auburn lost. Yeah, Auburn. Dude, they're we, not even playing bad. That's the thing is, like, they're not playing bad to lose games. They're just not playing good enough to win games. It's just that the, the, last, the last three minutes of all of our games are just not real good. Yeah, or the Tennessee one, like, we did look good. Yeah. Like, we, we play good defense. Where are we, though? We're... We're a little tired over there. We've huh? lost four of our last five. Yeah, but we didn't like play necessarily bad in any of those no. losses. Like we all like we played good. It's just we didn't play good enough. Yeah, but some and of those. That's I think the most frustrating part. I think what's frustrating also is we're playing down to teams like Tennessee. Was is ranked number two. We we're expected to have a close game with them, but like Vanderbilt. I mean, Vanderbilt beat Tennessee. I know, but on a buzzer beater, and I think. It's because it's the baseline benches. That's all. That's what I'm coming up with. It's a true home field also, advantage. Also, depth perception. We don't have a true seven footer. We had like Walker Kessler last year. Johnny Broom just ain't it. You need to. Oh, he's good though. He he's real good, dude. I think. But uh, I think you need to have just the the big, huge seven foot guy that's slow, and he scores six points a game, but he gets three blocks. That's but. why we lost. That's why we lost Texas A&M all the time because they got those two of them, two huge guys. Yeah, Vandy, same thing. That one dude on Vandy, and also like the fouls just did not go our way. Yeah. Ever. This is like that's that just dude, like that dude on Vandy. The big dude had like more free throw, uh, more free throw. All the good made teams than we had like attempted. Yeah, all the good teams just have a seven foot or seven one tall white guy that is slow. Doesn't score points, but he just literally Zach just Eady. literally just clogs it up. Yeah, just clogs the middle up. Dude, Zach Eady is a beast. Is he gonna win like Player of the Year? Pro- See, that's what I'm saying. Like he's gonna win Player of the Year and then be horrible in the NBA. It's only for college. You need that type of guy. Yeah, yeah. Just like how Luca Garza. But he's Garza. also like pretty good though. Like Zach Eady is like better than Garza. Yeah. Kofi Coburn. He is a little bit better. I just don't think he will turn out to be that great. Yeah, I don't think he'll be like an NBA star, but like no. Uh, um, Mason Plumley. Yeah, but also, Plumlee yeah, I think that's just our problem. We just don't have enough. We just don't have any size. I just think uh, we don't like. I think Wendell is good. Uh, a lot of the other guards, I'm not sure if they're like. I I say all of our guards are kind he's of kinda like inconsistent. Trey Young though, where he can't, where he's kind of almost too small to play defense. I mean, he got like eight boards. He did get eight boards. Like he was getting boards, and then he gets steals. It's just if we have, if we ever face go up against a team where they're point guard six four, and we're done, like Texas A and M. Yeah, dude, A and M. It's over with. A and M, man. I like why, out of all the teams to like beat us consistently. Size why? is size is just so important in college basketball. Also, Ohio State, atrocious, horrible. Really, I think we've lost last like eight games. Ohio State's really not that good of a basketball program. We are we are most of the time. Like, I'm going to be on. When's the last time y'all won a championship? Like, 60? Mm, I have no idea, but we were two last year? Or 
no, two y'all, years ago. Yeah, y'all got upset in the first round by Walmart. Yeah. We're always, like, pretty good, pretty high seed in, yeah. like, top 25, which I just call it all I care about because I don't really watch I just think, college uh, basketball. But we are very bad this year. Ohio State might just be, like, overrated. I think a lot of the Big Ten programs are just, like, overrated programs. Um, I mean, not really. We do pretty well in tournament. Most of them. Yeah. When's the last time a Big Ten team won a, a national championship? Um, I don't know. Big Ten basketball. Don't look it up. I, I know the championships. answer. Championships. It's going to shock you. Um, it's not in our lifetime. Is it really? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm looking it up, though. 2000. 2000? Michigan State. That's actually what I was going to guess. With uh, What's the guy's name? Izzo? Yeah, Izzo. Is he still there? Yeah. They're oh, this, solid. This is showing me the Big Ten, like, Big Ten champions. The Big Ten's, uh, like, they always have, like, some good teams, and they're always, like, like really hyped up going into the tournament, and then they just never, like, like they're cursed. Yeah, fact. I'm trying to think, like, what are some Big Ten schools that or teams in the past, like, you know, 10, 15 years that, like, were really good? And just like couldn't bring it home. Wisconsin comes to mind. Um, Michigan, I think, made like two national championships. Lost. Uh, Greg Oden, Ohio State. Um, yeah, that was we. Ohio State always has like, we'll go like three years where we're like ranked like twentieth, and then we'll get a good player and be like ranked like top five. Like yeah, it was Greg I remember Oden when y'all were the and then Evan Turner. Seed. I think that was the Evan Turner year. Y'all was the number one overall seed. Was he there yeah. like twenty eleven? I have no idea. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just... Yeah, Dang, honest, really? Big Ten bias. Yeah, I know. I can very well tell <laughs> in your last three minutes of talking. I, I just... I don't know. I saw, like, a ranking of college basketball programs, and I saw Ohio State on there, and I'm just, like... And, like, Michigan, and people were, like, arguing between Ohio State and Michigan, and I was like, bro, like, what if yeah. they're both mid? Like, has has that crossed their mind at all? I know. Is they're just, this is, maybe they're both mid-programs. Now we should put all the SEC teams in there that have, you know, only cracked the top 25 for the past six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the SEC, I'm not saying the SEC's better, but, like, right now it is low-key. But, like, uh, who's good at <laughs> basketball, then? The Big East, man. The Big East. Big 12. Um, ACC. I'd say the Big 12's better than the Big 10 all-time. I have no idea. I don't follow college basketball that much. Um, I don't know. I Dude, why? I, I think I'm. J- I'm kind of. This just, is I'm not showing me now. what I want to look up. I'm just kind of like saying stuff, hoping it's true right now. Like, I'm being Skip Bayless right no, now. No, it's just not true though. Yeah. So I'm. I'm team. like actively looking it up. And <laughs> it's just not true. Hey, you want to know the SEC stats? Dude, I don't care about the SEC basketball. Well, I, I do, but no, what, uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, just 12, hating on yeah. the Big Ten, yeah. per use. Big Ten bias. Everyone loves to hate on the Big Ten. And then Ohio State oh, goes yeah. I in take pride and in should be Georgia. Ten. Dude, I that was that was not cool. What? That Ohio State-Georgia game. Like, yeah, I know. We watched it together. Well, should have like, won. No Ruggles, man. What happened? Uh, Did they ice Sodgate? Yeah, Sodgate. It was the it was the turf on the ground. That was just not cool. Yeah. Well, this is game. just not. This has just been unsuccessful. I'm trying to look up 
all the Big Ten teams that have won a championship, and it keeps just pulling up the Big Ten, like the actual Big Ten championship. Um, well, I know Michigan. Wait, Big West Conference. Who who what is that? Oh, Vermont. Yeah, but Big West. Know. Yeah, apparently Vermont. It's Big West Conference. Yeah, Vermont, UMass. There's no way that's the Big West. Bing Bing Hampton. Binghamton. What? How do you Binghamton. say it? Bing Binghamton. Binghamton. <laughs> if you have to guess what state that's in, get just get uh, Maine. No, New York. Really? Yeah. Binghamton. Oh Bryant, New Hampshire. There's no way this is the Big West, Egan. This is what it is. The Big West. It's it's as far east as you can get. It's like that one band, the Far East Movement. I know. Like a G six. This is just not showing up the correct. Like this is obviously wrong. It's not the like, Big East though. But, like, it's just obviously wrong, but, like, on Google, it says Big West Conference and these teams. But then you look at, then you, like, look up the Big West more, and it's, like, obviously not those teams. Come on, Google. Get it together. We got to go to PSAs. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait till March Madness. How, how many more weeks till March Madness? It's, like, three. I'm going to be honest. I'm not as big of a fan of March Madness as everybody else. That is, dude, March Madness is what made tough scenes great. Because I just remember, I, like, I just like to watch the, the first weekend. The first two weekends are electric. Yeah, I mean. And then the final four in the championship. But then if you have a dog in the fight. I'd, I'd argue that the, whole the second weekend, like each, uh, it's like uh, exponential growth, but exponential uh, decline. Like yeah, the, the first the, weekend. The, you think the demand curve? Uh, moves yeah, the, the, the first or... weekend. The first weekend is just is like up here, and then it just the second weekend is like a little bit worse, and the third weekend, and then you get to the final four, and then it goes back up. Dude, March Madness is my favorite sporting event. I'm not like I do like college basketball a lot. Like regular season college basketball is good, especially like when you're pulling for a certain team. But uh, March Madness, no matter what, if you have a dog in the fight or not. Like, the first year that we covered uh, March Madness on the show, Auburn wasn't in it, but it was still electric. Like, I'll be honest, I don't like college basketball in a regular season. Like, I just don't watch it. I think it's like, better than At NBA. all. Really? Uh, Like, they're obviously I guess that's good. where I'm kind of different, because I like the NFL more in college football, too. Whereas, like, most people say, most people pro. say, like, college football is better. But I only like college basketball when it gets to March, but I, what I wish would happen is, like, you could watch the first weekend, and then, like, the Final Four is just, like, the next day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to have to wait for, like, two more weeks to get from, like, to 32 and then 16 and then, you know, down to four eventually. Yeah. I just want to watch the first weekend, see all the madness, see which 12 seed beats the five, which 16 team, you know, maybe beats a one seed, and then Final Four. Yeah. And then that's it. It's just electric. And also, if, like, the two teams I want to win the Final Four don't win, then I just want the whole thing to but be But, like, making the bracket and stuff, like, it's like Christmas, dude. It's like Christmas. It is kind of like Christmas, only if you have a team that's, like, decent. And then, like, you have a perfect excuse to, like, watch basketball, like, doing, like, at your at your job or in class. Like, it's just, like, it's awesome, man. Dude, when I'm in class, and basically just, like, we gotta go to PSAs. sleeping with my eyes open. Yeah, I I feel that 100%. All right, PSAs, we're, like, way too late. My bad, guys. All right, we're back. More tough scenes. Weagle, 91.1 FM. Um, 
So Eric Bieniemy is now the offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders, and he was just the offensive coordinators of offensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. Any thoughts on that? Um, no. Uh, dude, what are these headphones? I'm struggling with this pair today. I need to get a new one. But uh, uh, he just demoted himself. Yeah, I believe. Um, he, you know, same job. I'm assuming he is going to make more money. He has, I mean, he has to, right? Has to be making more money I, for the commanders. I don't understand the whole process. I haven't but, really looked that hard into it because it just doesn't feel real. I kind of, I thought of like two, two scenarios, two reasons, but these are kind of the only two reasons I can think of. Either one, which is like what a lot of people have said on social media and on TV, is that. Uh, he wants to get away from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because people say, you know, uh, yeah, duh, you're good. You have Andy Reid as your head coach and Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. Kind of like, uh, you know, the Tom Brady-Bill Belichick thing where he went to Tampa so he could prove that he could win without uh, Bill. Yeah, I just don't understand that So that's as one option, like, I guess. Like, who cares? But then the other thing I could think of is maybe – Ron Rivera straight up just told him, you know, I got one or two years left, and then you're the head coach of the Commanders. Yeah. So I guess, but those are literally the only two reasons I can think of why he would take that job. Or he just, or He's reason number three, guy. reason number three, he just absolutely hates, um, he just hates, like, Andy Reid or something. Or I Patrick think Mahomes. I can see uh he thought that maybe Andy Reid was going to retire sooner, like uh, in the past years when he was interviewed. So he just was like, I don't care. I'm going to take over the Chiefs. But then they won the Super Bowl. And, like, it has come out that, I mean, Andy doesn't plan on retiring anytime soon. So maybe he's like, okay, well, maybe I can go build something somewhere else. And yeah. as an offensive coordinator, you have more time, too, because then you can kind of, like, build – your, like your off, you can't necessarily build. That a is roster. true. If Ron Rivera, you know, listens to you and lets, yeah. If like if Eric Bieniemy's like, hey, I want these to be my guys, and Rivera's like, okay, I'm gonna go hire him. Which yeah. I feel like they will. I feel like R- Ron Rivera kind of picked Eric Bieniemy as just like, because Ron Rivera is obviously a defensive guy, played linebacker. So I think Ron Rivera is just like, you know what, your calm plays, and maybe Ron Rivera becomes GM. Like, I can totally – Ron Rivera moving to a front office spot would not surprise me in the slightest. I don't know. I've, this is, like, his first move. I feel like legit. the way he acted towards the end of last season, it kind of seemed like he's ready to, you know, go sit in a lawn chair on the beach. I thought he was done. I think A lot of people thought so, too, but I guess not. But, yeah, Eric Bieniemy is going to now – I mean, Eric Bieniemy chose – to be the offensive coordinator of Sam Howell and Carson Wentz instead of being the offensive coordinator of Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. Yeah. He does Which, have Scary Terry, though. I mean, he's... Yeah, but... <laughs> and Brian Robinson. I just... It doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I mean, why not stay at the Chiefs? You know, you're going to have... You're gonna be in the playoffs every year for the rest of your career, pretty much. Yeah, you're and you're gonna have players that are able to, you know, imp, you're gonna be able to implement whatever you want. Cause you're gonna have players that are gonna be able to execute it. Whereas you obviously can't do something real creative with Carson Wentz because he's not gonna be able to do it. Yeah, but if they draft the guy, you know, if they draft their guy, yeah, or Sam Howell becomes their guy. But it's still not gonna be better than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but st- yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, always just like you could. 
I don't know. Maybe he goes back to the Chiefs down the line. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Now, does this affect the Chiefs at all? I'm going to just go with no, probably. As of right now, no. I'm just going to go with no because, you know, everyone thought the same with Tyreek Hill leaving. They were just as good. and they the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Um, and they still have Kelsey, Mahomes, and Andy Reid, which is kind of all they need. Yeah. Um, and, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, just, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Good for that, the Commanders, though. If yeah. I was a Commanders fan, I'd be really, really happy right now. Um, what if they try and get Lamar in the in free agency? That would be pretty interesting. The enemy but, Lamar. Uh, another coach that got hired. Uh, the Cardinals hired a weirdo. Yeah, how do you say his name? No, I, no idea. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Cardinals' new head coach. Pew, pew, pew. We're going to be taking shots downfield. Jonathan Gannon, he was Gannon. the was he the OC or DC? Oh, he's from he's, Cleveland. Oh, he's man. the DC. He's the DC. Well, he's from Cleveland. Went to Saint Ignatius High School. Um, uh, of course. That's I mean that's not that cool. I mean this guy just making Cleveland look bad. But uh, so he, if you're not uh, if you don't know what we're referencing, there was a video that came out his first day in the building. There were some guys working out, Kyler Murray, Rondale Moore, a couple other guys. So there's a video circulating that's kind of going viral right now of him meeting Rondale Moore. And I know you guys can't see us. You can just hear us at the pond. But he kind of he kind of just moved his uh, kind of like, how would you describe it, what he did? I'm pulling it up. But he kind of just like pointed at like random directions and was like, phew, 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 phew. And it was just like, speed guy, you're fast. You're going to make a, a lot of plays. And it was just ex- <laughs> super. You have the audio of it? I, I don't know if there's any. I, I mean, I doubt there's any, like, bad words or anything in it. But it's no, just, he. Dude, it's, it's like. This, if, guy doesn't, this guy says freak instead of the F bomb. Yeah, he, sure. he, yeah. 100%. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. 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 Shots. Yeah, so this is to Rondale Moore, a perf- like a grown man, like a 25-year-old grown man. He walks up to he walked up to him and goes, few, 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 shots. Speedster explosions. Plays fast guy. And like, oh, my God. Dude, it's literally like a like a, if the office was uh, was like. What do you do? You're just, like, yeah, man. If you're okay, if you're Rondell Moore. No, yeah, how do you respond? Yeah, I'm Jonathan Gannon. You're Rondell Moore. We're gonna act it out. Hey, what's up, man? What's up? What's up, few, guys? Few, 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 few shots. Explosive. You're you're explosive yeah, playmaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. What do you, what do you mean by that? Uh, oh, you know. Oh, we're gonna take shots downfield. Just, just taking shots. Yeah, but that was super awkward. God. Um, and he just uh, like he he looks kind of like he yeah just he looks, looks cringy. like a uh, cringy yeah so maybe he was maybe Nick Sirianni actually is extremely normal yeah and the reason why the Eagles the coaching staff seemed just kind of weird was because of Jonathan Gannon maybe um, but uh yeah so good luck Arizona <laughs> they need all of it I kind of don't feel bad for them either like Arizona is just one of those teams that. Yeah, and they've been good. They used to play in a college stadium. They've been good. Like there's a, 
the Warner won a Super Bowl? Yeah, he did. But it wasn't with the Cardinals, no, was it? The Rams. Yeah, like, but I mean, they've gone to Super Bowls. They've made a lot of playoffs. They were really they've They're been historically like the worst NFL franchise. Yeah, but I mean, like, like since two thousand, they've been pretty solid. But they always just feel like a team that is horrible. I mean, they are. They yeah, are you know. always a team that's been horrible. Like I like. Dude, you can't have a dark stadium. If your stadium is like dark and it kind of seems dimly lit, it just throws off all the vibes. It's not good. Makes your team seem bad, even and, if you're winning thirty-eight to three. Um, and like, just like you play in Glendale, Arizona, like yeah, which is like fix that. Which they try to you know sell that as Dude, it's Phoenix. Yeah, uh, it's forty-five minutes away from Phoenix. Well, not only that, it's just like bro, like the entire state of Arizona, they try and sell it like it's like it's California. I actually would really enjoy going to Arizona just because there's so many golf courses there. Yeah, no, that is cool. Which I don't understand. How is their grass? Uh, Tahoma thirty one. Yeah, Tahoma thirty one. My bad. That guy, the guy who made it for the Super Bowl, Sodfather. Yeah, makes all the grass. Um, but uh, we gotta go to PSA. Yeah, we do. We oh. come back. We'll cover the Daytona five hundred real quickly. Uh, if we weren't, if we weren't podcasting right now, Money Trees by Kendrick Lamar would be playing. Really? Yeah. That's what's scheduled for the radio. Yeah, that's banger. That is a banger. All but, right. Uh, I think. Did we already talk about golf? No. Uh, briefly. Briefly. We'll, we'll cover. Homa. Homa. He kind of fumbled the bag. Lean going into the back nine. I mean, he didn't necessarily fumble the bag. I think John Rahm just went and stole the bag. Yeah, but you could make the argument because Homa was leading for. It was kind of it was kind of weird because uh, John Rahm bogeyed the ninth, so then Max Homa was leading for one hole, which was the tenth. So you can make the argument he was leading going into the back nine. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> But it was really just for that one hole. Yeah. All right, PSAs, 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 PSAs. PSAs. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGO 91.1 FM. And uh, Genesis Genesis Invitational happened over the weekend. Uh, I didn't know this, but I don't know what this means either. It was hosted by Tiger Woods. Huh? So I don't know if he, if that means he just pays the most money out of everybody to put everything up. And I don't know how what that kind of goes into, but he's the one who presented John Rahm with the trophy, which is pretty cool. And that's uh, also where he crashed. It like where like close to that golf like, course. Like he was going to the river. Like I think he was on like the the lot. Yeah. Um, I can't wait till. That's weird. I can't wait for like the. And I hope they, like, make it, like, don't try to, like, cut anything out. Like, if it's long, just make it, like, four episodes, but, like, the do- like documentary on Tiger. Oh, from like, just, the last like, dance, but for Tiger Woods. Just, like, beginning to end. Because he, like, there's stuff you can talk, like, from, I don't even, from, like, four, he was on, like, golf TV. Yeah. And then he was winning tournaments by, like, nine. And then, obviously, they wouldn't let him in some of the clubhouses where he went because he was black. And then he just kept winning and winning and winning, and then all the stuff happened, and then he kind of came back, and he won the Masters, then he drove off a cliff, and now he's back again. Like, that documentary is going to be, I hope they do it right. They could do a movie. Like, just, that documentary could be, like, eight-hour-long episodes, just like The Last Dance. Yeah. And I watched every single one of them. Probably twice. But yeah. I have watched The Last Dance twice, maybe three times. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, so... 
speaking of Tiger, kind of gotten some hot water for like 30 minutes, but then they were like, it's Tiger. We it's, like him still. It's It was also like a joke. That yeah. wasn't supposed to be like... But obviously, no one no one can take jokes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so during one of the holes, Tiger outdrove Justin Thomas. And then as they were walking up the fairway with their ball, he handed Justin Thomas a tampon. <laughs> he was like, you might need this later. And I just like the idea. This of is Tiger, all time. I just like the idea of Tiger Woods, like, just <laughs> holding a tampon for yeah, the whole like, round. Like, it like, wasn't the first hole. Yeah, like, Tiger Woods was, like, either at home or at the store and was like, I'm putting some tampons <laughs> in my bags. When I, when I outdrive people, this is going to be a sick joke. And it is. Dude. It's like, hilarious. Dude, Tiger, Tiger Loki funny. Tiger Loki funny. Tiger Loki can. I mean, we know he's a cool guy. We know yeah. he likes to party and hang yeah. out. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. Press so, conferences about it. And he made the cut. He, he did. He made the cut. He had, and, and I believe his third day, he had like a minus three round, which took him to minus one or two on the tournament. And but the last day, he kind of I think he went back to like two over and didn't. But he made the cut and he finished and he played really good golf. Didn't Tiger uh, like play in the practice rounds of the Masters? Like last year, he played in the Masters last year, but I think he missed a cut. Or he, yeah, something happened. Like he, he was definitely not like. Yeah, but he seems to be pretty. I mean, the second day he was putting on an iron clinic. He just couldn't putt. Uh, he made an eagle. He made an eagle on one hole where he put it to just like two feet. Stuck it real close in a lot of par threes. Like I mean, he's back kind of. You you obviously he still limps. But he can hit all the shots. Yeah, I mean, he he was saying that his goal is to play in all the majors. Yeah, I um, mean, and then some events uh, every once in a while. Yeah, I which mean, is pretty much what Tiger does. Was still anyway. able to outdrive JT and Rory on a couple holes. Yeah. Um, How old is Tiger? Like he's I think 43, 44. I think we've looked this up before. He's either he's like forty two, forty three, or forty four. But uh, that was Tiger. Dude, imagine if he wins like a major this year. Oh, that'd be so cool. Kind of like what Phil did last year when he won at like fifty. Yeah, the the PGA. Yeah, the PGA. But um it, Sunday came down to Max Homo and John Rahm. Um John Rahm started the day with like a two shot lead and he kinda held it, except for a few holes where then he just took it right. I think he had like back to back bogeys and then they were tied or he was down one on ten and then on like twelve or thirteen. He just had one of the most insane shots and made, like, eagle. And John Rahm is just really, really good at golf. The Spanish golfing machine. He's, like, Some would say. he is legitimately on a Tiger Woods-esque run. Um, dating back to last year, he's had nine starts, and he's won five of them. Um, I'd say that's pretty good. He There's only been eight golfers uh, that have beat him throughout those nine events. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um... He uh, his scoring average for those nine events is sixty seven. Yeah, he's made nine million dollars, and uh, yeah, he's Would you world say that's pretty good? One, and he's world number one. I don't know. I mean, that's pretty I mean, solid, honestly. Like, I don't know. I, mean, I saw a bunch of social media accounts posting it like I was supposed to be impressed by it or yeah, something. Yeah, but uh, like it's just John Rom. Yeah, guys. it's just just Rombo. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. Yeah, no, he better pretty- like already better than Sergio. Like all time, even though he hasn't won a Masters. Best Spanish. Dude, he goal. could be, maybe. I'm going to go with no, just because 
Um, actually, I don't even know Sergio's career that much. I know he did win the Masters, but other than that, yeah, is he like he beefed villain? with Tiger Woods. Beef with Tiger Woods. Yeah, I'll just um, go with Sergio he then. Dislocated his shoulder, like getting angry and swinging on a tree. That is a setback for sure. Um, that takes away a little bit. It's also just kind of like not cool. But like he is a good golfer though. Yeah, I don't know who. I'll go with Sergio Garcia right now. But yeah, I was about to say I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. I almost said Ramos, but that's a that's a, yeah, a Spanish that's a soccer player. soccer player. But uh, that was the Genesis Invitational. That course uh, probably would be like a bucket list course of mine. It looks really cool in L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Um, just in the middle of like a what neighborhood. Th- what do you think of Genesis as a car brand? That I uh, I would always say like. I kind of look at them as like Buick, like old people cars. But that car they had on that car they had on the golf course, like displayed, was pretty nice. I uh, every time I see the Genesis badge on a car, I'm like, oh, that's a that's a Bentley or not a Bentley? Yeah, or it's something close. Like that. It looks like the Aston Martin badge. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, it's got like wings on it, just like Aston Martin. I was lied to. Yeah, and uh, uh, I haven't made like a week ago. It's kind of like uh, people who buy the Chrysler 300 trying to be like, it's looks like a Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. Like that but uh, I think it's, I would drive that Genesis sedan, but I'm sure it's probably like 90 grand. It's like the highest model with like the highest trim package you can get on it. Yeah. And also. Genesis is Hyundai, right? Um, I think I think they were. Now I think it might be its own thing. I have no idea, but apparently on the par threes, if you make a hole in one, you win the car. Oh, that's pretty cool. But the caddy doesn't win anything. Unreal. 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 Which is uh, show some respect for the caddies. Yeah. But uh, that was Genesis Invitational. There's also the Daytona 500 yesterday. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Fast, Fast shots, shots, cars, engines. That guy. Uh. Vroom. He is gonna have to win ten games to get a, get away from that. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Yeah, he's actually not doing it anymore. Is Tony Stewart, Clint Boyer, Mike Joy now? Yeah, I mean he was like he's always been old. Yeah, you know, like he's, he's just he was old even when he was young. Yeah, like uh, what's his name? Dickie V. Dickie yeah. V's been old forever. He's been eighty years old since nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So who? Ricky Stenhouse won, and then Slogano. With his uh, hair treatment, hair club. Is it like, was it like Drew Brees, like obvious? Um, it, I mean, it's just extremely obvious because he has a full head of hair and last year he just did it. Did I mean, not. get, uh, if you, if you want a hair transplant, get the hair transplant. I'm not judging. I need to see. He, it's by a company that literally is just called Hair Club and he's literally, you know, like the face of their new marketing campaign. Let me see if I can find a before and after picture. Yeah. Hair transplants are like they scare me. Have you ever seen like the? I don't know if he got a hair transplant, but yeah, they just like they take hair from the back of your head, like they surgically remove it and then they su- yeah, surgically the, insert it in the top of your head. Yeah, and like the process of inserting it is just like stabbing the top of your head with like a really really fine needle. Yeah, like a million times. Yeah, I don't like. And it. like it just looks like your the and, like, scarring or your not, head just looks like it's like full of blood. Yeah, I don't like it. it yeah. Like, I don't, when it like scabs up and stuff like that, when you're like recovering from it, I just, I don't think I could do that. Here you can kind of see it. But he was just, you know, balding pretty bad. Normal stuff for a guy. 
Yeah. Wanted to fix it, so we did. Well, and, uh, he can't grow a beard, which is a tough scene if you're going bald. Yeah, if you're balding and you can't get a beard, that is just double double trouble. Yeah, see, like, I, I mean, I'm going to be bald, but I can grow a beard. Yeah, so it, it like, bald and a beard is, like, a look. Bald and no beard is, like, you're just, you can't help that. Yeah, that's like. Like, bald and a beard, you could make the argument he chose that look. Yeah, I mean, if you know me, I, I did not choose this look. Yeah, but you but, can make the argument he, he did but with I your can, bald, I still no beard. A, I, I could still have a buzz cut and look normal. Yeah. But, uh, like, if my hair grows out, like, yeah, it's then a Mac McClung. Yeah, but uh, so, but what made me really upset, um, coming to take the white flag, so two to go, about to be one to go, Kyle Busch was leading the race. Oh, really? Yeah, had Austin Dillon, his teammate, pushing behind him, and then uh, caution came out, obviously. And uh, in 1998, when Dale Earnhardt Sr. won the Daytona, the rules then, Kyle Busch still would have won because he would have, with the way they did it back then, is he would have just taken the white flag and the yellow flag. They wave them both at the same time. Yeah. And then they do that white flag white flag lap, obviously, like, under caution, then come back around, and then he would take the checkered under caution again, too, and he'd win the race. New rules, though, green-white checkered. Yeah, th- that's electric. Though. They do the NASCAR playoffs. It's electric, but it's, it's uh, I mean, like, it's just so obvious, though, that NASCAR, like, the last caution, it was for Daniel Suarez, and I think they might have thrown the caution before he even, like, spun out. Mm-hmm. Like, they NASCAR was just like, this, might, this was a little bit of a boring 500. We need to... Spice it up. You need to spice it up here at the end. Yeah. So I think they saw Suarez get just like a little bit loose, and they're like, oh! Yellow. Throw it! Throw it! So if they throw a yellow... Kyle Busch got screwed. So if they throw a yellow before they take the white flag, it stops. Yeah, he's like 100 yards from the white flag. (sighs) That's a football field, though. That's that's 100 yards is a lot. Yeah, but at 200 (laughs) miles an hour, it's like .2 seconds. So, um, and he's never won a 500. He's won at Daytona in the summer race, but never a 500. So, if if they would have waited till after he he took the white flag, he's winner. He, he won. He won. He won. Yeah, that's such. That's so anticlimactic. I'm glad that I'm like I. For your sake, I, I I'm. I wish he would have won the race. I don't, but I, like I'm but just saying. But like, then again, but like the green white checkered, it's like it's electric. It is electric. But then uh, I'm not too I'm not worried because the Bush clash in the LA Coliseum, Kyle Bush, real fast car, leading a bunch of laps. Daytona 500, the next race, real fast car, leading a bunch of laps. Childress. Childress, and uh, you know who, second place who was pushing him, Austin Dillon, also Childress. Looks like Childress got a pretty good car this year, yeah. and uh, yeah. Kyle Bush gonna have a good time. I also am boycotting Joe Gibbs. I just hate all their cars now. Okay. Just Toyota in general, because they didn't sign Kyle back. Just so you know. Yeah, I stopped driving a Toyota as well. You did stop driving a Toyota, and you got a Chevy, kind of. Essentially. Essentially. So, do you like Kyle Busch? It was for Dale. It was for Dale. It was for Dale. All right, we got to go to PSAs, and then uh, when we come back, we're gonna be trivial, and then wheel, and wheel. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. Trivia. Oh, uh, I've totally forgot to look up hard questions. I gotta do that now. Oh yeah, you do have to do that. All right. Self alley-oop last night. No, I, it I was insane. I didn't. All right, so I think we are back. We are back. Uh, tough scenes. Weagle. Ninety-one point one.
I'm playing with the camera again. I don't know what it were like. Dude, the camera can see my questions. If I were to film myself, I think I'd have to. I'd have to move and sit like this way, and then film from this way. There we go. Perfect. Wait, hold on. I think we can just move the camera, right? Yeah. Jeez. Perfect. All right. I don't think this really did anything. So we're doing every NFL trivia. Got ten questions for each of us. I need to be um, more easy. I'm going to ask Riley questions. He's going to ask me questions. We got 10 questions total. So we're going to kind of, we did kind of like four easy ones, three medium ones, and three hard ones. And uh, for the hard ones and possibly the medium ones, we'll decide when we get there. We'll, we'll give you a hint, give each other a hint. So do you want to go, we'll just go back and forth. So my first question to you. This is my easy question. Okay. Probably the easiest. Might be too easy. So, let me look this up. Let me, let me pull my questions. I'll go first since I have it All pulled right. up. Um, this is an easy question. When did Mike Tomlin become Steelers head coach? This is actually hard for me. I thought you would think this is easy because it's the team you hate the most. It's either 04 or 06. Actually, it might not be either of those. You got to answer it uh, Jeopardy style. What is, or should I do I, you say when is, just, what is 2006? <laughs> yeah, dang it. What, was what is one. 2007? One off. Yeah. One off. Okay, in 2001, Tom Brady became the starter and came in for which injured quarterback? Drew Bledsoe. What is Drew Bledsoe? Well, who is Drew Bledsoe? Yeah, who is Drew Bledsoe? Yeah, so that's the first one. That was a really easy one there. Um, Wish we set a timer. My next easy one is what two players were on the cover of Madden 10? These are simply just hard questions for myself. <laughs> Maybe you're just not trivial like me. Um, who was on the cover of 2010? It was two players. The only time two players have graced the cover of Madden. Well, also the Mahomes Tom Brady year. Two oh, goats. Yeah. Uh, was it? Was it? Uh, this is actually hard. Madden 10 cover. So two. I'm going to go with, oh, I think I do know this. It was, who is, oh, I know the two teams that they're from. I just don't know. Oh, if you know the teams, you know the players for sure. I think I know who Because they're from. two iconic players from each team. Who is Larry Fitzgerald and Ben Roethlisberger? You're one off. Oh! Who is Larry Fitzgerald and Troy Polamalu? Oh, I knew. Dang it. Because I knew it was those two teams. Yeah. And I knew it was either Palomalu or Roethlisberger. I almost won Kurt Warner also, by the way. Oh, that but I was like, nah, it's got to be Fitzgerald. You got the teams, though. Yeah, okay, let's see. Let me pull up my next one here. In 2019, Lamar Jackson became the second player in history to be named as the unanimous MVP of the regular season. Who was, I saw, I saw who was the question. first? Tom Brady. Yeah, Who Tommy. is Tom Brady? 
Yeah. Tommy Boy. Yeah. Can you name what year he did it in? Uh, was it 2015? 2010. Oh. Close. Yeah. Might have been 2017 that he won that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know MVPs as much anymore. I do have an MVP question. It's one of the medium ones. Um, what's my next easy question? Uh, what Super Bowl did Von Miller win the MVP in? 50? Yep. So, uh, what is Super Bowl 50? Yeah. So how many? So you got one. I have two. Yeah. All right. Dang, I really wish I would have gotten that Larry Fitzgerald, yeah. Trey Palmalu one right. I'm so, I, yeah. All right, so is it, it's my turn, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. This one might be a little too easy. No, actually, no, this is good. Who won the Super Bowl MVP award when the Pittsburgh Steelers won in 2009? Oh. <sighs> Big Ben? No, Santonio Holmes. For the catch. Yeah, for yeah. the catch. All right. Speaking of the catch, this is the last easy question. Against what team did Odo Beckham Jr. have the catch, Ooh. the iconic catch against? I know it was, it's in it's in the conference. In the I know it's in the division, yeah. I'm going to go with who, who are – what is the Dallas Cowboys? Yep. Okay, yeah. thank God. I almost went Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew it was like a divisional game. All right, my final easy question. Just click over here. I just realized one of my medium questions is like pretty difficult. All right. But this one you might get it. This one also is probably a little too easy, but it's okay. About midway in the season, 49ers quarterback Alex Smith went down with a game-ending injury, and yep. promising young backup took his place. Who was the backup? Who is Colin Kaepernick? Facts. Yeah, you went you went too easy on this. You went too easy. This too easy. And does he have a job? Uh, no, no, no. He should though. Uh, he should have back in his in his prime. He should. <laughs> uh. All right, um, medium question now. This could also be pretty easy. Who was the 2012 MVP? Ooh, 2012. So this would be based on, like, the 2011 season, right? 2011-2012 season? Um, yeah. Oh, man. We don't get, we don't get hints yet, right? Just the hard I can questions. give you one. I can give you one. He played running back. Played running back? Yeah. 2012? Yeah, I think he was the last running back. Ooh, ooh. Who is Adrian Peterson? Yeah, yep. I knew it. Cause, and that's the year he came. That's his also came back. 2K here. Yes, yeah. 2000. Yeah, 2000. And he was injured the previous year, right? Yeah. All right, so I've answered three correct. I think I've also I got three. All right, my first medium question is, in 24, this is, I have, a, it's like A, B, C, or D. Okay. So I'll give you some options. In 2014, which quarterback threw more interceptions? Jay Cutler for the Bears, Joe Flacco for the Ravens, Cam Newton on the Panthers, or Mark Sanchez for the Eagles? Uh, Jay Cutler. Who is Jay Cutler? I saw this question. Too. Yeah, he <laughs> by uh, by six. Yeah, six had, more in second 18? place. Eighteen. 
Oh, I just realized I forgot a easy question. Uh, who was the Super Bowl MVP when the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2012? That would be would be Ray Lewis, right? Or no way, it's Joe Flacco. What's your answer? I'm gonna go Joe Flacco. It's Joe Flacco. Yeah, because th- I do remember him saying, "I do remember him saying, I'm going to Disney, Disney World." World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my next medium question is. All right. Possibly the biggest surprise of week one of the 2015 NFL season was the. <laughs> I saw this one too. <laughs> dang. We, yeah, Who is Carlos Hyde? No, this is a different one, actually. Oh, okay, my bad. All right, never mind. Yeah, because I think we went through when we, like, all decided, like, we both decided, like, yeah, these are just way too hard. Yeah. And then, like, narrowed it down. Po- okay, so possibly the biggest surprise of week one of the 2015 NFL season, okay, it's 2015, okay. was the success that a new quarterback had. Which rookie quarterback threw for 209 yards and four touchdowns in just 16 passing pass attempts in a week one route during uh, which his team won 42 to 14? So rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback in 2015, and 20... week one had 200 yards, four touchdowns, and won. 42 to 14. Huh. That is a really good question. Uh, 2015 draft class. Is there uh, any hint? Any hint? Uh, the other rookie quarterback was the loser of this game. Oh, that doesn't really clear anything up. Um, I thought it would clear up the who the two are. Uh, who are you thinking they are? Mariota, Jameis, but I think that was the year before. Um, who knows? So, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. You're gonna give up. Yeah. It was Marcus Mariota. Oh my! God. And on the losing side of the game was Jameis Winston, who was the number one pick. And Jameis Winston completed less than fifty percent of his passes Dang and it. was intercepted twice. Dang it, dude! I had it. Yeah, I thought that uh, the like me saying like the other rookie quarterback was the loser would like narrow it down to like Mariota and Winston. Yeah. All right. Well, we gotta go to PSAs. When we come back, we'll finish up our trivia. Yeah. Hard movie. They're magicians. You remember that? Mm. Uh, if anyone, does anyone know the movie we're talking about where they uh, there's four people and they're like magicians and they like steal stuff? The Fantastic Four? No. Who I don't knows, know. But that guy. That looks tough cool. scenes. Tough scene. Tough scene. Tough scene. Um, we're back. NFL trivia. Weagle, 91.1 FM. All right. In which year did the Houston Texans play the first season? Ooh. This is, I know it's it's not too long ago. It's early 2000s. But I don't know if it's, I know it's either, I remember because it's, it it's either the year I was born, which is 01, or the year my brother was born, 02. So I remember looking it up. I'm going to go with what is, or when is, I don't, I don't even know like what yeah. the proper, when is 2002? Correct. Let's go. Correct. All right, so I've got four right so far. I should have four. <laughs> All right, let's see here. My last medium question before we get to the hard ones. 
Oh, I'm on the wrong website. I need to go back to the other website to pick this. Okay. Jamarcus Russell went first overall in the 2007 draft. Who was picked second? Calvin Johnson. Who is Calvin Johnson? Who is Calvin Johnson by the Detroit Lions? Can you uh, give me number three? It's one of my favorite players of all time. Who was picked third? Was it by the Browns? Yeah. Joe Thomas? Yeah. Okay. Also, shout out Joe Thomas, Hall of Fame inductee, first ballot. Hey, good for him. It's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, he's in there this year. All right. Uh, in two thousand, who became the first team to make four first round picks in the same draft? Ooh, this is a hard one. Let me get a hint. AFC East team. Four first-round picks. Who are the New York Jets? Yep. Oh, let's go. There's a total guess. <laughs> total guess. All right, so I'm at five right, I think. Yeah. How did they get all those? I don't know. They just had four first-round picks? Yeah. If the Jets in 2001 were not really good, then I'm going to make fun of the Jets. I just realized that me and you had the same question, uh, the Colin Kaepernick question. So I'm just going to go to another question off of that one. All right. It's going to be hard, though. Sounds good. Looking at the Jets' four first-round picks right now. It says Jets' best draft class featured four first-round picks. Yeah, no one does their best. They had four first-round picks. They drafted Sean Ellis, who was a defender for 11 years for the Jets, making two Pro Bowls. So that's a good pick, I guess. Uh, John Abram, outside linebacker. Um, he wasn't. He was pretty good. Chad Pennington. Yep. Uh, Marshall. Yeah, Anthony Becht. Yeah, and Anthony Becht was the last one. All right. So my first hard one is. Or, I guess, is this my first one? Yeah, it is. Let's see here. It is. Who was the NFL MVP of 2014? Peyton Manning. Who is Peyton Manning? Wrong. It was Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning was the 2015, I think. Uh, I think so, yeah. Dang it. Or it might have been 2013. 2014. Yeah. Dang. All right. 38 touchdowns and only five interceptions. What running back had the most carries in 2010? I think I saw this one, but I don't remember. You definitely saw it because it's the one after. Uh, Yeah, I kind of remember, but I don't. So I'm just going to go with who I think – was Sean Alexander still playing in 2010? I have no clue. Oh. You know, I'm just going to go, who was Adrian Peterson? Errant. Errant. Who was it? I know it was someone weird. Michael Turner. Michael Turner. He was a dog. For the Falcons, right? Yeah, he was a dog. Michael Turner of the Falcons. All right, my second to last question. It's a hard one. Okay. 
who this is also I'm going to give you like some answer options. Who finished their career with more interceptions? Deion Sanders, Ed Reed, or Darrell Revis? Ed Reed. That's true. Let's go. Yeah, Ed Reed finished his career with 64. Deion Sanders was at 53, and Darrell Revis is only at 34. Yeah, because no one threw the Revis. True. Um, all right, this is my second to last one, I think. Which player had the 109 kickoff or re- 109 yard kickoff return in Super Bowl 47? I know who this is. Uh, I know their number. I think. Who was Jacoby Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! I didn't, I didn't think you were going to get that number one. Number 12 for the Ravens, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get that one. I remember cause I, I remember that because that Super Bowl. First play out of halftime. That Super Bowl was one of like the first years that I lived in Alabama. And I, and I laid on the ground right in front of my TV and watched the entire thing. Even through the blackout? Yeah, even the blackout. And I was like, what the? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, it figured out. But, uh, okay, this one's kind of, this one's pretty hard. Finish it off, Donovan McNabb was selected second overall in the 1999 NFL draft. Which quarterback was selected first? Hmm. No options? No options. 99. Who is Michael Vick? No. This is one that... Uh, I picked because I'm a little biased, but it was aircraft. Is when the Cleveland Browns made their return to made their return to Cleveland, and their first pick since they came back was Tim Couch. Tim Couch, first overall pick in 1999. Mm. But I got five right. No, actually, I got six because Shelby Jones would be six. Oh, I got another one for you. All right, let's um, go. In 2013, which quarterback broke a record after throwing a pick six in four straight games? Oh, I think I remember. Was it? I'm. I don't know who it was, but I'm just gonna go with um, Trent Dilfer. In 2013. Oh wait, I for, I didn't hear that. 2013. Mark Sanchez. No. Who was it? Matt Schaub. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Poor Matt. Yeah. Dude, he was actually a stud. Okay. This one I thought was kind of difficult. Which team did Jerry Rice play his last career game? Seahawks. For? Yep. I have no. He played all the way to. Uh, he in 2004? Yeah. That's crazy. Whenever I think of Jerry Rice, I think I just picture him like in the 80s. Yeah. No, it's really weird. This one's pretty cool. Who made more Pro Bowls during their career, Ray Lewis or Tony Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, by one. Made 14. Ray Lewis made 13. All right. I have a wheel. Yeah, we're going to. I have a wheel of divisions. Yeah, so we're back to Madden Franchise. Uh, we are going to do one more season with the teams we have now, or at least the Vikings. I'm the Seahawks. We're in the off season right now. We're going to go all out with the draft. Try to pick the best players. Try to get the make the best trades, make the best signings. I think we're sim one more season. I think then, we're already in the regular season. I are we? I think we're in. We either adjusted the draft or we're, I think we're like in preseason. Okay. But, uh, yes, we're just going to do one final year, and whatever happens, happens. But right now we're going to pick our next teams we're going to do, and they're both going to be in the AFC. So, All right. Uh, since you won trivia, you go first. All right, let's see. It. Give me a spin. All right. So what division will you get? Oh, AFC North. Oh. AFC North. 
I could get my brownies. Uh, my brownies are on the table here. Okay. So you can get... I mean, you have... If you get the Bengals... I mean, I have no... I don't feel like I really have any bad options here. Yeah. Steelers... The Ravens... No Ravens would be bad because I got to pay Lamar and I have no receivers. But other than that, I think we're fine. Yeah, but that like that's a fun team to use. It is a fun team to All use. All right. Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, Browns. Who will I get? Who will I get? Who is it? I can't see from over here. Oh, dang it. I got the, okay, that's not bad. I got the Ravens. I like them. They're a playoff team. We just need to get Lamar back, and then we'll be fine. All right, I like that. Yeah. I'm very happy with my selection. Now let's see who Riley gets. All right. You want me to do it for you? Oh, no way. Oh, he's also in the north. Oh. oh. We get to play each other twice a year. Right, I'm going to take the Ravens off. Please. Please don't be the Browns. Please be the Browns. Please be the Browns. All right. You can you do it for me. And then you want me to, to you want me to show you when it's done or while show it's spinning? Show it to the camera. All right, I'll show it to the camera, even though only Riley can see the camera. Dang it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you got the bangles. Yes! Oh, let's go. Let's right. go. All right, now let's see you try to pay all your players, buddy. Oh, dude. All right, we got we got two of the best teams in the NFL in division. We're going to be playing each other twice a year. I got the Ravens. He got the Bengals. And uh, it's also 10 p.m., so that's the show. Perfect oh, perfect beautiful. timing. That perfect is, timing. That is perfect. So it's the NBA All-Star Weekend, a little bit of Genesis Invitational, Daytona 500. NFL Trivia, which I really like doing. We should do that yeah. again for sure. And then uh, me and Riley are going to be – Battling, we're gonna be rivals. Yeah, dude. Rival oh, dude, GMs this is gonna be now. Awesome. I'm, I'm, this for, is for our next Madden franchise, and uh, I got so, my boy. That's the show. That is the show. Hope y'all enjoyed. Yeah, uh, we'll see y'all next Monday. Yeah, love, you, love guys. you guys. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, visit WEGLFM.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.